Hello, beautiful people. My name is Zoe Gabrielle, and this is Beyond the Lines. We have a great episode for you today. I have my wonderful guest, Tiana Jarius, and maybe a little bit of Sydney if we're lucky. On this episode, we're going to be discussing so many great topics. For one, we're going to be talking about what it's like to be a student that is a member in underrepresented groups. That's a very important conversation. So if you would like to, in the words of Skylar Smith herself, grab a notebook, get a cup of coffee, and let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody. We are back with another episode. I'm here with Sydney, Tiana, and Jarius, and we're going to get into the meat and potatoes, as my grandpa would say. <laughs> but first, we're going to introduce ourselves. Now, I am Zoe Gabrielle. You know a little bit about me. I'm the new host of Beyond the Lines, and I have my lovely friends, Tiana, Sydney, and Jarius. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Tiana Fuller. Your um, government, man. I know. <laughs> uh, I'm a senior here at ECU. Car- yeah, yeah, yeah. East yeah. Carolina. That's important. All of the all of the words in it. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm a theater major along the beautiful Zoe. Uh, Zoe Brown. I can't forget the name. Let me let me think something else. I have nothing else. I don't know anything else about myself. It's okay. Um, it's always hard introducing yourself, but you'll still have some more time if you want to add anything. Uh, Jarius, what can I get for you? Okay. So, hi. My name is Jarius, and um, yeah, I'm a senior here at ECU. I am a university studies major. Um, yeah, I'm a nerd. And I'm gay. That's the best part. Yes, we love it. Be yourself. Be confident in it. Sydney, can I get a little bit from you? Yes, you can, Zoe. Okay, my name is Sydney Frontinez. Yes, the government as well. I am a graphic design and PR student at UCU. I'm a senior, and I love Hello Kitty. That's what's up. I did not know that. That is a great fact. Yes, Hello Kitty is definitely my lord and savior. (laughs) I know what I'm getting her for every every holiday now. Uh, yeah, Zoe doesn't know it, but I already have a present for her on the way too. Oh, okay. Listen, if you're trying to make me blush, using flattery, it's working absolutely, <laughs> ten out of ten. Now, Tiana, I know your your intro was a little short lived, but we're gonna we're gonna come back to you and ask you, what do you do? What's your major? Can I get? Do you like long walks on the beach? Uh, are you are you a pink and purple? Do you believe the dress is blue and gold or white and black? Like don't, don't bring up that. Don't bring that up. That scarred me. Um. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get into the meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna add rice to the side. Ooh. Um. I'm a youth theater major here at ECU. Uh. I'm a fanatic of Bob's Burgers and baked beans. If yeah, that's important. Okay, I'd like everyone to know that. My goodness. Okay, Don't, what's wrong? Nothing. Okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else about me? Leo, you know, Fire Squad. Yeah, gang, gang. I have a Leo Moon placement. If anyone ever cared. Oh, <laughs> we're getting to your chart. 
Okay, yeah. I'm I'm down with it. I'm you know all right. You were born? What time? Yeah, everything. Okay. okay, I'll be expecting that later. I also know that me and my brother, four years apart, fi- an hour and 15 minutes. That's four so years, cute. two weeks. Yeah. Hmm. That's all too. Now, you guys weren't always going to ECU. You guys transferred, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Does, does that count for you as well, Sydney? No, I didn't transfer. I was here from the jump. Really? Yeah. An OG. I came in as a freshman. Okay. I've been here all four years. Get into it. We love Yay. to see it. We love to see it. Tyon and Jarius, where did you guys transfer from, if you don't mind me asking? <sighs> oh. <clears throat> Chowan University, located in Murfreesboro, North Carolina, in the middle of nowhere. 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 So we're getting small, cozy vibes, and now you guys are headed to the big city. Cozy? I went and recommend it, you know, mm-hmm. that word, cozy. More like maybe musty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so would you guys say that you're living in a small town, going to an institution or a university in a small town, has really impacted your transition from... Chowan to ECU, meaning that ECU is much bigger, much m- more students, as well as we're very gung ho for school pride and football <laughs> games and, and purple and gold everywhere. Did would that culture shock for you? Um, no, not really. Well, at least for me, it didn't give me a culture shock. Um, just Chowan is very small. Yeah. So the only thing for me was transferring to ECU. Like you said, it's bigger. Mm-hmm. So, like, more walking and yeah. stuff. Like, my dorm at Chowan was right next to the art building. So, mm-hmm. literally, there was no reason for me to be late. If I was late, I literally was being lazy. So, yeah. And ECU is not that, I'm assuming. No, it's it's big. But now, since being being here, i kind of gotten accustomed to it, like, walking. There'll still be a lot sometimes, though. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. How about you, Tayana? Uh, yeah, growing up from, I'm originally from Lexington, North Carolina, and mm-hmm. Murphy's rural North Carolina, you know, still in North Carolina, so I'm used to being in small towns. Chowan was not, I wouldn't say it wasn't the the college experience that everybody was looking for, because, oh, they partied at Chowan. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna hold you. Those were some fun parties, but it really felt like high school 2.0. Yes. It was small, you knew everybody, you knew most of people's business even if you didn't know them personally. Mm-hmm. So it didn't really hit as hard when I graduated from high school to go to Chuan. Transferring to ECU, yeah, that was a whole new level. I ain't even walked this much at that's ridiculous. Exercise. I ain't asked for that. Ariana Grande said, "I've been eating healthy." Tiana said, "I've been walking lately." I've been walking fast because I'd be late. And I would walk 500 (laughs) miles. Stop, I love that song. (laughs) So with your transition to ECU, how did you find yourself in self-discovery? This goes for you too, Sinana. You said that you didn't transfer. You were here from the jump. Did you see your evolution start midway through college? Or was it a situation where it started immediately when you walked through the doors? Um, I wouldn't say it started immediately. Like, when I first got to college, I was still definitely, like, very shy. And I I would say that I still am shy to a certain extent, but I was, I didn't try to make friends at all. And uh, I guess my transformation really started during quarantine. I know, cliche. Yeah, no, that's (laughs) like, but I feel like that happened to everyone because that was a really hard period in people's lives. And, 
you know, just going through that and then coming back to talking to people made me realize that, you know, none of this really matters. And I should just do whatever I want. Yeah. Whatever makes me happy. Live your best life. Truly. Everyone else gets to do it. Why can't we? Exactly. I noticed so much like after quarantine and, you know, just seeing people again, people really don't care. Like, so why not in a bad sense, but why should I? Why should I care about what people think or like how they feel about me? As long as I'm happy, it doesn't matter. So I would say ECU definitely has changed and shaped me into a totally different person than I was when I was a freshman. What about you, Jerry? So you feel like whenever you came into ECU, you were able to step into yourself more, you found more fitting, or you were like, I've always been the baddest, will be the baddest, can't stop me, won't stop me. Okay, well, (laughs) so with me, like you said, I've I've always felt like I was the baddest, but I, truthfully, um, I don't know. I wouldn't say ECU. I just feel like college in general. Mm -hmm. Like, I've noticed that there's been, like, a shift in, like, my wardrobe. Like, me Mm -hmm. being more into fashion, makeup, Mm -hmm. and all the other stuff. Like, being more gender fluid with my clothing. Yeah. So, I wouldn't say ECU had anything to do about that. Um, But, yeah, college in general. When finding yourself at ECU, did you feel as if you were able to express yourself more in that gender fluid aspect, or do you feel as if you were better suited at Chawan with that? Um, well, at Chawan, I never really dressed the way that I did now. At Chawan, I very much was mismatching different pinks and greens that did not match we're not whatsoever. Talk about that. That's yeah, no, fine. I feel like we should talk about that. We're not gonna talk about it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, going but going from that, no, I have a perfect thing. Yeah. Something was definitely helped inspired me. Yeah. And shifted. What is that? Sydney. Yeah. Like, because Sydney, she's really big into fashion as well. True. And so looking at her and like her clothing, her fashion and stuff. And then looking at my people like on like Twitter, mm-hmm. um, like this one guy, he also inspired me too. He's like a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. So it like inspired me to like, okay, like even though I'm this shape or weight or whatever, I mm-hmm. can still wear whatever I want and feel comfortable. Yeah. I just needed to find clothing that better suits my body better okay um so yeah those two things mm-hmm. yeah what about you tiana did you feel as if whenever you came to ecu you were like shot out of the water this is me abba singing in the background theater kids like watch out i've arrived okay so first of all i'm insane so i was doing that regardless yeah in my room at 3 a.m but we're gonna Get it. we're gonna walk past that i would say yeah quarantine and ECU, I was coming to ECU with a, a great attitude anyway because I was excited. You know, I was mm-hmm. in the major that I wanted to be in. And, you know, I was happy in my, like, life, my social life at the time. And mm-hmm. then, boom, spring break. Spring break extended. Long spring break. <laughs> and then, boom. Yeah. I cut my hair. You. <laughs> and then, boom. It's died. We died it. <laughs> <laughs> boom we keep adding we get tattoos yeah we do boom, we, get we get piercing we do we do that and i'm not gonna say like my physical changes are what have changed only at here at ecu 
I think I'm a lot, a lot more sure of myself. I'm still questioning things about myself every day because there's things that I want to amount to, and I want to make sure that I, I do that. But for most part, I think I know myself mostly, and I really appreciate that. I mean, I don't think I would have found out anything that I have about myself right now if we didn't go into quarantine. Like, no, it quarantine sucked, but it was hard for everybody, and I feel like – as a ill, not me about to get sentimental. As a country, this is a safe space. Get sentimental as <laughs> much as you want. As a country, I feel like everybody went through something indoors. Yeah, that changed indoors. them. Maybe. <laughs> 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 oh, I know. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I think everybody went through something during quarantine, and it was good, and it was bad. But I know that I took the good out of it, and I, I like what I see now today. I mean, yeah, my hair is damaged, but, you know, I'm proud to be in this body. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel as if coming to ECU helped you get into that mindset of, I don't have to, like, go report to anyone. I don't have to ask anyone permission to be myself. Yeah, well, I don't think, if I would have came to, if I would have never came to ECU, I don't think I would have discovered my feelings. Of course, I felt things about women when I was younger but oh god <laughs> I guess they came to the surface when I got a crush on my best friend and it said and they were roommates <laughs> and they were roommates <laughs> but I think come to terms with that and I was like hmm well you know what this could be an everlasting love no I I was like you know what cool what about you, Sydney? Do you feel as if if you have never met Tiana or if you would have never come to ECU, you probably wouldn't have been as independent or as, as Jerry's put it, fashionable, as just amazing? I feel like that was going to happen inevitably because you're just an incredible human being. Oh but God. do you feel as yes. if you were able to step into your metamorphosis because you came here? Um, Definitely. And I'm blushing because all of these nice little words – but um, I definitely feel like ECU and the people around me helped me change into the person I am today. And I'm still not exactly who I want to be. And I don't think anybody is. But um, I was I will say that I knew that I liked women mm -hmm. from a very young age. But it was just one of those things that, like, you kind of grow up well, as a black woman and, or a black person in general. You grow up in the church, going to church, and you grow up with people in your ear like and it's it's so weird because every time I would go to church I felt like it was always a gay bashing mm -hmm. sermon and I would be in the pews like okay well I feel like I shouldn't be here like it was just a really awkward feeling so I knew that I liked women but I guess you know meeting Tiana and you know developing feelings for her it really made me realize that and just being around Tiana and Jerry's in general and also <laughs> you like I can say that y'all are the people who have made me feel like I can be the most comfortable and like myself around people who aren't my family. So, yeah, I would definitely say that y'all three have really had a very a very big impact in my life. And if I did not get, come to ECU, if I got accepted into Howard, first I'd be broke. <laughs> but if I got accepted into Howard, I would not have had these experiences, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I feel like that's what I needed to be the person that I am today, the person who feels like they don't have to answer to anyone and who's just themselves 
through and through, mm-hmm. period. Of course, I still have my moments where I'm like, oh, God, I don't want people to see me or perceive me. But at this point, I'm just trying to get to the the part of the story where I'm like, well, I gay. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jerry's? Oh, Lord. I feel like the the gay godfather sometimes. Mm, really? <laughs> well, let, let's see. Um, I've, I've always just knew that i was gay like i never came out to yeah. anybody like if people asked me i'd be like I'm, I'm gay yeah and like i didn't really necessarily have to come out to people like i don't have a coming out story okay. like i've just always been authentically myself That's although creepy. i've had my internalized homophobia because of yeah. society and like yeah things that i grew up around so i did have that inside of me still even though i was openly gay mm-hmm. um but yeah Coming to coming to ECU, I mean, I don't know, because I was gay at Chuan. I was yeah. gay before Chuan. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm just here. Yeah. But coming to ECU, I must say, their community, community, mm-hmm. like the LGBTQ community, yeah. Um, I've noticed that they have, like, a better one than Chuan. Like, Chuan didn't have it at all. Yeah. And so... It's nice seeing that at ECU. Yeah. Well, I will say that we are a chosen family. Hey, y'all. It's Tati. Be sure to catch the next episode of Beyond the Lines, where we discuss loving yourself unconditionally and using kindness as an unlimited resource. Let's talk about statistics. So... ECU has approximately 28,798 students, and that's from the ECU website itself, if you look (laughs) up the demographics. Stay away from me! I'm sorry. (laughs) And out of that 28,798, guess how many are black? Three. Four. One. You're you're saying the four people in this room? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) An exaggeration. I would say 9,000. Okay. 9,000 students are black. That would be insane. Please say a number higher than 9,000. It is 4,710. Girl, wow. I'm finna transfer. <laughs> Goodbye. That's crazy. I only got one semester left. 2,144 are Hispanic. 801 are Asian. Wow. Obviously, ECU is a predominantly white institution, mm-hmm. which we understood when we applied. We understood when we agreed to admission. But it can be difficult to handle when it is an everyday everyday experience and trying to find community. So let's talk about finding yourself within the black community. We've already talked about finding the self-discovery when it comes to LGBTQ+. But let's talk about how it kind of goes hand in hand because there's there are several parts of us that seem to be underrepresented. Um, when it comes to more of the interpersonal aspects. So let's let's really break it down. And I know I really enjoyed my racial and equality classes where I got to learn more about intersectionality when it comes to social class, when it comes to how you present with uh gender as well as sexual orientation mm-hmm. and how we navigate the world because how we're socialized so leaving the remainder of 18,708 students being white this leaves some pretty big gaps 
How has it been being a student of color impacted your journey at ECU? I'll go first. Since hey, I bro, go talking. ahead, wrap them up, dog. Um, you said how's my experience been? Yeah, how's here? how has been your experience being a student of color, and how has it impacted your journey at ECU? It's it's honestly, truthfully, horrible. Like really, yeah. Like being a student of color mm-hmm. here at ECU, I've. I've experienced several things. I'm not going to say like all a lot of them because I want the other guests here to like speak as well. But um, I've experienced like people being mad rude yeah. when walking. Like, really? They do not move out the way. That <laughs> is really insane. And I one time saw a study, I mean, take this with a grain of salt because, yeah. you know, some things, not everything on the internet is true, guys. I know, shocker. <laughs> but... <laughs> I saw this study one time that basically was getting down to the root of why, you know, white people do not move off the side. Because that's a common occurrence. Like, it's just not, you know, something that happens at ECU. That happens everywhere. Mm-hmm. So there's a study done, like, as to why, why why white people don't move out the way, you know, when people are walking. And I basically, at the end of the study, they kind of found that, you know, white people, when they see us walking on the sidewalk, they kind of just don't see us as a human. Yeah. It's just like a an obstacle in the way mm-hmm. of them walking, which is, it's it's really upsetting to think, to, to know that mm-hmm. or to think that that's really true. It's mm-hmm. disheartening because we experience this every day and I'm pretty sure they don't even notice it at this point. Um, and that's not to say we're bashing or hating on anyone. That just means... If you are a student and you seem to be walking and there are other people surrounding you, you could be more vigilant when it comes to those in your surrounding areas. Mm-hmm. Holding up the weight of the world on a daily basis is tiring. So how does your self-care routine change when you feel like you've had an especially hard day? My self-care routine when I've had a bad day consists of me coming home and literally dropping everything at the door to go pet my sweet baby cat, Mochi. Okay. Mochi Mochi mm-hmm. Mochi Booty. Mm-hmm. Follow her on Twitter, MochiButt101. Ooh, Thank I'm you. doing that right now. But yeah, it also consists of me writing in my journal because mm-hmm. not all the time do you want to express those feelings out loud because I feel like sometimes... Talking about the crappy day you've had kind of makes you relive it. Yeah. And, you know, no one really wants to do that. So I find that writing in a journal is like a nice way to get that energy out of you and get those thoughts out of your head, but without having to really vocalize it. Because I feel like there's something very different about writing it and saying it. I feel like when you say it, it makes you think about it more, you know, because you have to think about the words that you're that are coming out of your mouth. But um. How do I self-care? I know that uh, one way I self-care, uh, crying. One thing about me, if it's on my head, I'm going to cry about it. Yeah. I'm going to cry about it. That's really <laughs> valid, though. You should be able to cry when you want to. I cry all the time. No, for real. Get it out. Do a really good one, an ugly one. Get yeah. the snot bubbles. Carrie Washington, that stuff. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Viola Davis. Viola Davis it. Wow. Get yeah. into it. Who else? Who else? Yeah. But, Kim um, Kardashian? Girl, I was trying not to. Oh, Gia. Rue. Gia. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, not oh, Rue. Gia. Yeah. Girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Just wait. But let me tell you, I go home and I'm Gia. Yeah. I'm in bed. <laughs> Crying. But, you know, I clean. Cleaning helps clean my mind, I think. I think it correlates. Oh, okay. 
to me. Yeah. I don't know why. It makes me feel better to have a clean room. I, I mean, mean, that's a great like coping mechanism because for me, um, I if there's a pile of clothes that need to be folded, I'm going to lay on top of it. What about well, you? Heck yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what about you? What What's your self-care routine? Um, um, I don't know. Well, I don't mind sharing this part. Uh, so I used to be in behavioral health. So mm-hmm. I have learned a lot of things to do, like self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, sometimes I don't follow those things because, like, I'll forget them. You're a human. Yeah. And so... Uh, like Sydney said, um, writing in my journal, but except I type in my journal. I have this like weird little fantasy thing in my head. Like I'm just this person. You're the main character. Right. And yes. I'm just like typing and mm-hmm. like in my journal. Just, and like, the camera pans over. Exactly. Yeah. So oh, like I enjoy typing and, and doing doing that typing. I play my game a lot. Okay. Um, as a escape because this is when the nerd jumps in. Um so I play Final Fantasy XIV a lot. Nice. <laughs> so a true deep reason why I play Final Fantasy XIV a lot is because it's an escape. Like I yeah. indulge myself way too much into my character okay. because I feel as though like that's a character that I would like to be. Like I would like to use that character to escape reality as like a coping thing. Don't know if that's a healthy thing or not, but it's it's helped me. We as theater students um, do it all the time. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> we escape reality by playing other people and they don't label it as a mental illness because we get paid for it. Oh, okay. Well, I, I don't get paid to do that, so maybe it might be. You should. You, you should. You should get paid, compensated, yeah. because especially if you're good at it and yeah. convincing. Oof. Yeah. Check I out his I Twitch stream coming soon. Ooh. He oh, all right. Yeah. He finna start it. What's your username? Uh, you know, Sapphire Marigold. You know, something light. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I know you guys took a second to introduce yourself in the beginning. Can you tell us why you feel as if you might be great representation for other black students and other members of the LGBTQ plus community? Because as we read the statistics before, there are a lot of us, but it can be disheartening to feel or for it to seem as if there's not because of that large gap that we have between students. I mean, 18,000 compared to 4,000 is not very many. (laughs) And the numbers seemingly decrease, you know? So why do you guys feel as if, like, you are great representation? To answer your question, I feel as though that I would be a great representation for, like, the LGBTQ side being a black student because i used to be a peer educator yeah so i i spoke at pride events Mm -hmm. in charlotte i've marched in the parades in charlotte and Mm -hmm. stuff um and just like you said being authentically myself like i feel like i can help out a lot like i used to help out a lot of um people in the community yeah as well in like charlotte and stuff so yeah i feel like I feel like it would be good. I got, if there's like a mentor thing like here for that, like let's, I almost definitely would do that. Let's get into it. Yeah. Ta malicious. I hope I said that like oh, Ta I just yes. oh God, I was thinking about it. I was like, what is that name that she said the other day? Ta malicious. There you go. Oh. You have to say it fast. Um, I guess growing up, um, I've always had the same personality. Uh I always like to make people happy. 
I like to like make jokes. I just don't like negative vibes. Yeah. Even as a kid. So growing up being that kid who was like the weird girl and she's hanging out with the other weird girls. The best girls. And they're wearing knee long socks. Material girls. And converse boots (laughs) and pigtails and singing Kesha in the back of the bus. And constantly, like, being called an Oreo because of, like, who I was around and what I like to listen to. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Girl, it's fine. I love Oreos. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, growing up with that aspect, I tried my best not to let it get me down because just because I like certain things didn't make me less black. Yeah. It didn't make me less of a of a black woman at all. Yeah, it's just that people don't like to explore that there are different there are different aspects of black people. There are yeah. different characteristics, different personalities, uh-huh. and for you to think that something is strange, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But for you to discredit, yeah, discredit a black person for liking something that isn't a, a black social norm, yeah, is really what made me the most i guess who i am today because i like the weird stuff i say it out loud Mm -hmm. i don't really care if you don't like the things that i don't like Mm -hmm. because i like them and even if i you know if even if you don't like them and you're black and i like them and i'm black we're still both black yeah like that doesn't take (laughs) away from our blackness doesn't take Mm -hmm. away from my experience and do you know how much blackness goes into our cultures every day all that rock music i listen to baby we made that yeah Mm -hmm. We were the we were the starters. Yeah, I'm just or I'm going back to the originals, baby. Yeah, I'm going back to the originals. You know, <laughs> there's some samples in there that you can take if you want. But it's, yeah, I like I like me, per. But <laughs> and that that is a great answer. You're you're a great representation because you are you. And who's gonna argue with that? <laughs> Who else I need to be? Right? You feel me? Oh my goodness, Sydney, 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 my queen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've never really felt like I belong anywhere, just, um, whether it's because of the thing, well, no, it's usually because of the things that I like, you know, like Tiana, me, I feel like me and Tiana have a lot of similar stories about, you know, she was called certain things when she was growing up, you know, we both really enjoyed, you know, the rocker vibes. Yeah, <laughs> Paramore all the way. Right, that's why I say Tiana's my soulmate, because I've never met another black woman who really feels me yeah. the way she does. Like, yeah. she, it's like looking in the mirror. It's really weird. But I feel like I'm good representation because I know how it feels to assimilate out yeah. of uncomfortable, out of being uncomfortable and out of wanting to be a part of something. Yeah. And it's not a good feeling that it's you assimilate. You get to a point where you assimilate so much that you honestly forget who you are and Mm -hmm. what you really like to do. So I just try to let the people around me know that you don't have to change for anybody. You are perfectly fine just being who you are, Mm -hmm. whether you like anime, whether you listen to Paramore or, you know, when you listen to Kanye, Outkast, whatever you like, that's your business. Yeah. If you like Blackpink, per turn it up, because I'm here for it. Like, there's nothing wrong with being different. That's what makes you special. Why would you want to walk out your door and see 50 other people that are like you? That's boring. Yeah. You know, and like Tiny said, black people come in, you know, many different, I guess, varieties. Yeah, like, there's no starter pack of a black person yeah. that comes... Right, that comes with like a boombox with a rap 
cassette or whatever. Like, nah, there's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Like, just there's many people that are like us, and they're different, and you shouldn't feel ashamed. So I just try to make people feel comfortable in who they are because, you know, we're already at a PWI. People are already looking at us like we're crazy. Yeah. So why do we constantly have to be at each other and turn against each other? Let's just come together and we're we're stronger together, guys. So yeah, per oh. I'm here to help, friends. So I just have one little side piece or like think piece or whatever. Um, just another reason why I feel like I would be like a great representation. Yeah. For the LGBTQ plus community, mm-hmm. um, is because like at the end of the day, like I am, and I'm pretty sure like an, a lot of like gay men gay black men Mm -hmm. um feel the same way like i am a walking taboo i'm a gay black man yeah that is gender fluid in clothing Mm -hmm. that have feminine and masculine clothes yeah and i combine them together and sometimes i present myself more feminine sometimes i present myself more masculine depending on how i feel yeah so with that being said in the in society i am a walking taboo like i'm not supposed to be here i'm not supposed to exist but you are right and we love it love to see it black students that are part of the community no matter if you're um belong to any of the acronyms especially especially my black trans yeah woman i i love y'all so much yeah especially y'all like i love y'all um to always just authentically be yourself like i know it's hard i know i like not too long ago said like i did not have a coming out story because i mean i I never did Mm -hmm. but so i wouldn't say that i know how hard it is to come out so i I wouldn't say that but i do know how hard it is to be in this world in this society and like anywhere school out in public Mm -hmm. like it's hard so i i just want them to know or everyone to know like just try your hardest to be yourself yeah like like sydney said way earlier like not like none of this matters like you just be yourself be who you are like at the end of the day you are here to please yourself Mm -hmm. and to be happy and to enjoy the things that you would like to do yeah. so don't don't limit yourself if you want to put on a dress put, put that dress on put it on if you want to put on a skirt put it on put it on Hallelujah. like just if do it if you want to blast paramore in your dorm room do that and dance around decoded style like yeah twilight style girl you better because do it life is too short we don't have Bro. a lot of time here i was literally listening to fallout boy like <laughs> driving into the parking garage <laughs> <laughs> But life is short, and especially for people that look like us. Yeah. So we should just live it to the fullest mm-hmm. and as best as we can. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a short break, um, and then we're going to hop into our next topic. But I want you to—I want to remind you that there is no wrong way to be you. There is no wrong way to live your life. So regardless of your race, gender, sexual orientation, or presentation, you are amazing. You are incredible just the way you are. You don't have to be rich. You don't have to be poor to be that the baddest version of yourself, the baddest in like the greatest way. At the end of the day, we're all just trying to live the best versions of ourselves. You deserve the all the happinesses in the world. 
You heard Zoe. Yeah, you deserve all the wonderful, amazing things that you want out of this world. We're going to take a short break, and afterwards we might jump into a game and maybe a little bit of pop culture. And we are back, and we're refreshed, hydrated, and ready to go. Thank you guys so much for coming on to this episode. I've had such a great time. Although this episode is ending and we are in the dead middle of Black History Month, February is it's so sad to say that Black History Month is on the shortest month of the year, but it's okay because we don't have to stop celebrating Black History. We can keep celebrating the accomplishments of African Americans, their accomplishments, their endurance, the challenges that they have overcome as well as other BIPOC members which we should so if this is a friendly reminder for you listening to this episode remember that Black History Month does not stop here the celebrations of other BIPOC people does not end here so keep celebrating keep smiling keep shining (laughs) no one you can always count on me (laughs) Michelle It's, I'm serious, but like, I, yes, I have to put everything into a song. You guys will get to know me later. <laughs> I'm here for it. We're not done with the songs yet. <laughs> but I just, I really want to thank you guys for coming on to the show. I had such a great time, truly. You have elevated this episode to even more than I could have imagined. I think it's just icing on top that you guys happen to be my best friends. <laughs> so I had such a great time and I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to like this episode if you're watching it on a platform that has the like capabilities like Spotify <laughs> uh, or iTunes, you know, love us as well as make sure to give us five stars and comment. If you would like to be a student who gets interviewed on Beyond the Lines, shoot us an Instagram message, email us. We can leave our info, our contact info in the podcast description. And remember that the world is a much better place because you are in it. Thank you so much for having me and I will see you next week on Beyond the Lines. Cool.